0: Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on no, with the show! The Joe Mays and j Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. Boring. A weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. 36-yard line of Philly, shotgun snap to Hertz, dropping back, only one person rushing, Hertz looking, standing still, winding up, long pass, it lands at the 20, no one is there, zeroes on the clock, it's over, it's over, the Chiefs have won, the Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57 on a game-winning field goal, trailing at 10 At the halftime stop, 24-14. They go on to win 38-35. What a game. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffaugh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I am one of your hosts, Joe Mays, here for episode 388 on s- Sunday, December 10th, 2023. And back with me this evening is my co-host, Justin Raffoff.
1: Yeah, it's uh, good to be back.
0: So my dad already was banging the drum to have Paul Roberts replace you. Oh. Uh, before we even got on air last week, he's like, get that, get that Raffoff off the show. Paul needs to be your your permanent host <laughs> And I said uh, I would uh, I would let you know that Um, I wanted to say it on the show last week, but I figured out pretty quickly you weren't able to tune in live. Right? Yeah, yeah. uh, Because I was I was giving you giving you crap at the beginning, and you didn't text (laughs) me, so I was like, I don't think he's able to watch. So I'll wait to let you know live on the air next week. Because my dad was like, Did you let Justin know what I said? Did you let him? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. So yeah, so uh, there's a we've had a petition in the past to have Natalie be my new co-host. Obviously, we always hear from our dads that they are such a big. Draw when they're on the show. Yes, yes. I think they're tuning in to see which one says something stupid first. Um, yeah. So th- that that's what I always tell them. Like they they just want they just want a joke. They just want to, they just want to be able to laugh. So no, we love when we have the dads on. We love when they have Paul on. That was great last week. And Justin, I do want to start before we dive into the NFL. I want to get your opinions on what happened with the college football playoff last week because I'm still on the fence, going back and forth. I let it be known before the selections happen and then afterwards. And then with Paul, that I don't like what happened, but I do understand, yeah. understand it. I, st- and and I think I'm back to where I started. I still think they should have picked Florida State yeah, at four I, over Alabama. And, and I know if Paul's watching this now, he's probably like, that's not what we talked about last yeah. week. And you're right. I said that they got the four best teams, and is that what we want to see? Yes, and is that what it's in, like, their whatever it says in the CFP bylaws that are supposed to pick the four best teams? But But, that is so subjective. See, I
1: don't don't think they can hide behind that argument. I, I agree, and at first that's kind of how I was, too. Like, I thought Florida State deserved to be in and, quote, unquote, should be in, but I understood why they picked Alabama. And if you're picking Alabama, in my opinion, you have to pick Texas. right. The problem is the whole, like everybody liked to run and be like, oh well, Florida State's you know didn't couldn't do anything against Louisville. Yes, but they were going to have their second string quarterback back for the other one, you know. <laughs> so they weren't going to be playing with a third string like true freshman quarterback in in the playoff. Right. The other part is if you're going with the four best teams, like you're going to tell me that Georgia isn't better than some right. of the teams that make it, like. I think Georgia would be favored because like, everybody's like, well, Florida State would be a big underdog to all the teams. I think Georgia would be favored over Texas. I think Georgia would be favored over um, Washington. Washington. And, and honestly, Georgia might be favored over Michigan. Michigan. I watched Michigan in the in their in their conference championship game, and the offense was not good. Right. And the defense is hard to get a read on because I was terrible.
0: Not to derail but, this conversation, but did you see in the Heisman voting, J.J. McCarthy got a vote for first place?
1: It doesn't surprise me. Probably Detroit Free Press, like, <laughs>
0: but so, like, I, I just,
1: I, I don't understand. Like, and and this is this is my issue with it all the time. They are so inconsistent to when they apply the criteria from year to year, but also within the year. You know what I mean? Like, they're it just doesn't make sense and they seem to apply some criteria in some scenarios and other criteria in other scenarios based on what justifies their decision not using a set set of guidelines to make their decisions right. does that make sense some
0: some year it's winning all your games matters some year it's conference champion matters even if that means right. that like alabama they Beat an undefeated right. team.
1: Well, some years it's it's your out-of-conference. Well, Florida State beat two SEC teams yeah. out-of-conference.
0: Including the one that has the, the Heisman Trophy right. winner.
1: Right. So, like, I just... It's frustrating to me because... And this is another thing, and you haven't seen a whole lot of it recently because they can't make this argument now. But a lot of people who are angry about the expanded playoff are like, it's going to devalue the regular season. No, you can't say that. That that argument is gone. The regular season does not matter now in the 14 playoff because an undefeated team of a power five conference was just left out. Regular season does not matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and so
0: I think that's what is most frustrating not that the regular season doesn't matter. What's most frustrating is they've decided that quote experts can determine who would win in a neutral site game. Right. That then sports has told us forever that you cannot do that. Well, there's literally a quote from Dennis is it Dennis Green or Herm Edwards? Which so, one? Uh, it was Herm Edwards.
1: It's Herm Edwards. You play, you play to, to win to the game. game. You play you to win,
0: win the game. And then there's the sports cliche, and that's why they play the game. Right. That's why they play the game. Because how right. often do we see well, underdogs win?
1: Right. You're like, oh, well, they'd be Florida, they would be underdogs to all these teams. Okay. Fleur- Alabama was an underdog to Georgia in in the uh, Washington
0: game. was an underdog to Oregon. A nine and a half they point underdog after beating them in the regular season, too. so vegas knows a lot they don't know everything
1: no and it it just stinks it just stinks it does
0: and i I said this to paul when we were not really debating it but we were talking it out i said if penn state was in florida states i would be going nuclear oh i would be you know just raining fire down upon everyone i would be livid livid yeah and I and I I don't like Florida State right at all, exactly, but I understand why they're frustrated and oh, upset. Yeah. Like I completely get it, right? And I completely understand. And I know there are some like you have the the SEC haters who didn't want an SEC team to make it, but then you also have the SEC apologists who are like, "How could you? How could you play a, a playoff without an SEC team?" Right? Well, you didn't prove you, you should have been there. Right? Exactly. You know, I, Georgia's
1: best win was against Missouri. That's their only good win,
0: and and for a while they looked pedestrian. They they yeah. looked beatable. Yeah, and then that's what Alabama did. But then Alabama lost early in the season to Texas. Alabama shouldn't, they have, beat shouldn't Auburn. have beat Auburn. Right, and Auburn just lost by twenty one to New Mexico State a few weeks ago. Right, so. Well, and this actually can segue perfectly into our talk about professional football. Right. I don't think it's been a banner year for football.
1: No, it's been exciting. And we've said there's lots of viewers. Yeah, it's well, not, NFL's great, it's not great records, football.
0: It seems like every week there's a new viewership record being set. But in terms of the game on the field, both collegiately and professionally, I do not think there are elite teams out there. Right. Right maybe maybe great teams maybe great very yeah. good sure yeah. good and, and very good and yeah
1: teams that could go on a run at the end and be that at the end of the season right but like you know it, it's not like we have one of these teams like i don't see a team right now that i'm like oh this team is walking their way to the super bowl you know like we've seen in some years where it's like is anyone in either conference going to be able to step up and beat team X, you right. know, like
0: which for a while have been the chiefs or the right. Patriots right. In, in the AFC. Uh, NFC. right. You'd see
1: the, you'd see the, the Patriots going with like three losses on the year and the Colts going with two losses on the year, knowing that you, they might meet, you know, and just kind of seeing like what's going to happen. But
0: it, it just, it, it's an odd, it's an odd year for sure. I mean, the Eagles are 10 and two, but I, I think everyone is on the same page that they're not as strong as they were last year. At least they're not playing bad. Defense way. isn't.
1: Defense is like 24th, ranked 24th in points per game.
0: And I'm sure some people will come at me be like, oh, the 49 49ers had a three-game losing streak. Right. Like and they looked bad. And lost to some bad teams. Streak. Yeah, they didn't. They what wasn't it like the Vikings, the Browns. I forget who the third one was. Yeah. I, don't I think remember. that's who it was. Yeah, it was. So teams are gonna have bad weeks, sure. Losing three in a low right. t- or in a row tells me you're not a an elite team. Right. Maybe they're great. Maybe they'll end up being the best right. team in the NFL. Right. Maybe they'll win the Super Bowl. Maybe no one will touch them the rest of the way. I feel like in the NFC, those are the two teams. I Honestly, Dallas wins tonight. You have to include them. I, I oh, absolutely. You, like, I don't think you can well, ignore it anymore.
1: Right. If they um, well, if they win tonight, they're, they're in the lead for the division. Right. And they'd be tied with the Niners, but losing the tiebreaker. The
0: AFC continues to confound me. Thankfully, my Dolphins haven't had an opportunity to let me down today. They can do that tomorrow still, which I hope they don't. They have to beat the Titans. You're just
1: going to wear the Victory Monday stuff tomorrow, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yes, you know me. That sounds like something I would do. Uh, Counting my uh, chickens before the the eggs are hatched. I... The AFC is just a mess. I know there's people that are like, it's Ravens, Ravens. Like, the Ravens should have lost today. They should
1: have. They. Dude, Marlon they, Pumphrey almost single-handedly handed yeah, he that was game. sliding all over the place. He gave up the big pass that led him up the midfield. He fell on the next one and gave up the big play. If and would, then
0: he had the interception in the end zone yeah. and just drops it. If the receiver, who I can't remember who it was, because it wasn't, was it Demarcus Robinson? No. Not it the was, one it that was, caught the, the pass that that. Oh, when are you Humphrey talking? Fell on yes. If he would have gotten so his feet it's, and not slipped, it's the peak, one. Could have been gone. I
1: thought it was the one who played for the Ravens last year. I, I thought remember. it was the receiver that played for the Ravens last year. Mm. But
0: but so I, I'm not convinced that the Ravens are some like great. No, no, great the, team. Good, good, right. and could be there. But like, which is the same thing I feel like I say and other <coughs> people say about my Dolphins. Yeah because they they are beating and beating up pretty good the teams that they should be doing that to. They're struggling against teams with winning records that they are end up meeting in the playoffs. Tennessee is not one of those teams. Next week the Jets are not one of those teams. That's why they need to continue to win. You get to 11 and 3. I don't care that you you know it doesn't matter to me that you've lost your three biggest game. You won the other 11. Every other team in the NFL has lost a bad game. we just talked about the 49ers, supposedly the best team in the NFL lost three games in a row to three teams. I don't think they should have lost to the Eagles lost to the jets, right? The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. The dolphins, three losses are all to teams that are probably going to make the playoffs. Bills are iffy, but I still see in power rankings, people having the bills in the top 10 because it's like, they just can't shake that. The bills are this bad. Now the bills beat the chiefs today in Kansas city for the third year in a row. Yeah. That was also a wacky game, uh, especially at the end. Patrick Mahomes was not happy with the referees apparently didn't help Tony. Kadarius Tony was lined up in the neutral zone. Uh, We see it through all levels of football. Generally, the referee will let you know. Um, I wasn't sure if that happened in the NFL. Apparently it does based on what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' uh, reactions say and what Andy said to reporters after the game. But you know, it is had it happened multiple times this game, had the ref told him I'm not gonna keep, you know, reminding right, you. Right. Like we don't know any of that. He was clearly lined up in line with or in front of the football once the center had it. It was the right call, but they're talking more about, yeah, but he should have been told. Um, we hear that all the time in middle school and high school, refs telling the players you're lined up offside, you know, back up. Right. It's supposed to be on the players to ask the refs. right? And well, then and, I get more angry when yeah. the refs don't respond. Right. You know, They're like, right. I, am I back far enough? I'm, am, or I'm supposed to be on, am I on? And the refs just stand there and then they throw a flag. And it's like, right. he was asking you because it is. It's an angle thing. Sometimes right. it's tough to figure out, I'm, am I on the line or not? And the ref is supposed to be there to help you. But again, I don't know the level of that in in the NFL and what was going on. So that's why Patrick Mahomes was very angry. I thought he was angry at Tony, but it does not appear that was the case. Kadarius Tony lined up off sides. Mahomes hit Travis Kelsey down the middle, and I thought he was about to get tackled. Then he pulled a quarterback trip and yeah. lateral. I, I call it a lateral. It was a backwards quarterback pass. Yeah. It was it not was, a toss. He.
1: It he, looked like the sp- old spot passes. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and, uh, who waltzed into the end zone then? Who caught that? It was it was Tony. Did Tony catch? Yes. It? That's right. Yeah, it was. Oh, so Chiefs lose to the Bills. Bills go to seven and six and are in a tie for the last wild wildcard spot, although they're not in based on tiebreakers. The Chiefs drop to eight and five, and that's where the Jaguars all are now because they lost a terrible game today to um Cleveland and Joe Flacco, who's been named the starter for the rest of the season. Surprise, surprise. I do think Cleveland's playing with fools, fool's gold. I like. I don't think you... Now, I know they, at times, have a an elite defense. Yeah, the defense has been good. Really at times. Great. They've also had times that they've looked bad. Yeah. Now, I believe Denzel Ward was supposed to be back today, or if not today, I think next week. So they're getting healthier. Miles Garrett's having a ridiculous season. But can you win with that offense? And Joe Fly like, he's... How old is he? He's got to be... Close to 40, like 38, 39. Uh, Hasn't played a lot over the last few years. Got, you know, called midseason to uh, come in and help the Browns after their quarterback injuries. Will Cleveland make the playoffs? Possibly,
1: but. Right, but look, is is Joe Flacco the second best quarterback in that division right now? Yeah. (laughs) Today he was. He was.
0: Yeah, I, Lamar's obviously number one. <laughs> right. Flacco's two. I don't know. Drake Browning's looked pretty good for the Bengals, though. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I saw that he had gotten a, a thumb or a finger injury, Yeah. But I think he kept playing. I think he playing. kept playing, yeah. But Browning's been looking good. The Bengals beat the Colts he today. He has. He has. So. But, but the this, fact that we can discuss it.
1: Right. Is it's, like, it's. Right.
0: But it, that plays part to a bigger issue and something yes. that we've talked about. The play across the NFL and NCAA we feel is down. It has not yeah. been great football. There's a lot of sacks, a lot of interceptions, a lot of turnovers, sloppy play, missed tackles. It's, it's pretty bad. And we saw how many non-starter quarterbacks start games today across the league because of injuries. Yeah. Let's rewind, go to Thursday because congratulations to the new England Patriots. on earning win number three. In the second weekend of December, which may push my dad's prediction of 5-12 and 12 to the brink now if they're going right, r- to right. roll off a few wins here. I did not want them to win that game. <laughs> I wanted the Steelers to win that. New England could possibly play spoiler, I think. Not for my Dolphins. The Dolphins already beat them twice. But what 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 is your opinion on New England? Before we get to the it's Pittsburgh a, it's disaster. It's a dumpster fire. It's bad.
1: The offense is really bad, and I thought that bringing in an offensive coordinator would would solve some of the problems. It hasn't really. Um, I don't know if I don't know if the problem is the quarterbacks. Like Bailey Zappi again got a win. Like you know there were some people calling for him to get a nod earlier this year. Um, I think Mac Jones is as good as done there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just, I don't see there it. There really seems happening. to be no
0: confidence. Kind of almost like Zach Wilson light. You right, know? right. He he has probably had the job maybe for more games. That probably pretty comparable uh in terms of games started and and wins. Mac Jones yeah. probably has more wins though than Zach Wilson, but yeah, it, it's it's a lost year for New England. People are talking about is this the end of Bill Belichick? I have no idea what to think about that. It was a terrible game for the Steelers again. Two weeks in a row, you losing to teams that are, are what two and first or two team, and nine? first time
1: ever, first time ever that a team that had a that was record. over that had a winning record lost back to back games to a team with two, two or fewer two or fewer wins.
0: fewer wins, and they were both at home. Yeah,
1: and and here's the thing: I know, um, I know they had some quarterback issues, but. You have Trubisky there. It's not like you have some no-name guy as your backup. Like, I right. just, just – Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. It's weird.
0: Me. And I know people were like, after they lost to the Cardinals, we we're like, oh, you know, Tomlin Steelers are always good for one of those head-scratching losses. Yeah, now you got two in a row. Yep. And I saw someone was like, is it now time for the Steelers to move on? Like, is this as far as Tomlin can take them? The Steelers organization it hasn't been a, a group, a franchise, to do things like that. Right. For better or worse. Right. But Tomlin's in what year 17 or something Something like like that. that, Has never had a losing season. And and this year actually I think was going better than people thought until this two game losing streak. Because they were sitting at seven and four and you're thinking nine and four. Right. Or nine and four after these two games. Yeah. And sitting pretty for a wild card (coughs) berth possibly pushing for the division if Baltimore stumbles because of Cleveland and Cincinnati's questionable quarterback situation. But now you lost two games to teams you shouldn't have lost to. Right. Is Pickett the answer out there? No. Are they going to be quarterback shopping again? Well,
1: it's hard to tell because, like –
0: He's always injured.
1: He is always injured, and you're trying to figure out what you got. You finally moved on from the offensive (laughs) coordinator, which was a disaster.
0: Um. And things look good the first game in terms right. of yards, not right. not uh, points, because they only put up right. what thirteen or sixteen or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it just it's not getting better in Pittsburgh. It's still bad in New England, even with the win. Uh, who knows what's going on in the NFC South? Because I think do you have now three teams at six and seven yeah. or something like that? Yeah. So the Saints, Falcons, and Buccaneers are all six and seven. Tampa Bay came from behind to beat Atlanta today. Mm-hmm. One of those teams gonna host the playoff game in a few weeks. Is there one does one team scare? Like honestly, the Eagles could end up playing one of the teams. Yeah. Is there one of those three teams that actually scares you though? You've already beaten Tampa Bay, right?
1: Yeah, I'd say I'd say Tampa and New Orleans give me the most pause. Just because New Orleans has some offensive weapons, um, and and they can play some, they can play good defense at times. Um, Tampa again, they have some offensive we- like Mike Evans and and some and just a gunslinger quarterback. Yeah, that is like, such
0: a wild. All three quarterbacks though are such right. wild cards. Yeah, De- they can be Desmond great Ritter too. Terrible.
1: Right, exactly. Um,
0: honestly, if it were me.
1: I'd probably say go I ahead. was going to say
0: Atlanta, mostly yeah. because you, you have to go there. Right. The mo- the place I'd want to go is Tampa Bay. I don't want to go to Atlanta or New Orleans. I yeah. feel like there's a better home field advantage in Atlanta or New no, Orleans I agree. than in Tampa. Tampa, though, you have the weather element. That can be level the playing field. Yeah. All three quarterbacks are boom or bust. I feel that Atlanta is the best coach of the three, though. And I sometimes yeah. and I think Arthur Smith gets more out of his players than um, Dennis Allen or um,
1: I also I also Todd think Bowles. I also think <laughs> looking at like some of the matchups Bijan Robinson would be a disaster matchup for the Eagles for the Eagles linebackers yeah
0: unless you're going to put Bayard on him
1: right you know. My gosh, they keep bailing out the Cowboys here.
0: The defensive hold. It's
1: gonna be pass interference. But on on the Cowboys touchdown, they the flag they threw it for a hold and then they decided. Jeez. Then they decided no, it wasn't a hold. So Uh, like they threw a flag and then picked it up. I that always is weird, but Now, it, the, now the now is Eagles, it more
0: weird though that when the play stops and possession changes and then they drop a flag Oh my gosh <laughs> Little inside yeah, uh, Wilson football that was- I'd love to bring that back up. Today was the banquet, by the way, so congratulations yeah, to yeah. the class of 2024, the Wilson senior football players receiving their jackets and, and awards and whatnot. Couldn't make it there. Had our, our shop Christmas party, which was a lot of fun, um, but couldn't also make it then to the the Wilson football one. But So what other takeaways, Justin, from NFL action today? I'm trying to think about a few of the other games. Jets got a win over the Texans.
1: Yeah, and... and- um and CJ Stroud, Stroud got concussion. hurt, right?
0: You can see, so but, it's very wet in the Northeast. Yeah. And when CJ Stroud got hit and fell, his head snapped and hit the turf. And yeah, you, you see, can see it, right? You can yeah. see the water shoot off the turf. Right. Hopefully uh, he's okay, but it's certainly going to be in concussion protocol. And I feel like it would be doubtful to play next week.
1: I think only two players now, since like the updated concussion protocols have come back and played the following week.
0: So the Texans are are falling flat at the wrong time near the end of the season when they need to be getting wins to st- stay pace uh with the other teams that are what, are they 7 and 6 now? I think they fell to 7 and 6 so. with the Bills. Um the Texans are a fun story. I I don't know if they have enough to get to the finish line to make it this year. Does Cincinnati have enough to claw their way into it without Joe Burrow? What's going I mean, I feel like odds are you got to put it on Buffalo to sneak in there at the six or seven spot just right. because of of all those teams that are trying to find a spot as well as the Colts the bills obviously have the most talent well that was a bad loss for the Jags today bad loss for the Jags um
1: but the, you could see it coming you could see it coming like just I don't I don't know they they just seem to be a few pieces away. Um I feel like I feel like Trevor Lawrence at times makes great plays and at times you're like, what is he doing? Right.
0: All right, let's see. Why did he jump the weekend? Oh, that's annoying. All right, so we talked Patriots-Steelers. We just mentioned Texas Jets. Jets beat them bad, 30-6. to 6. We mentioned Ravens-Rams. That one was an overtime on a pump return touchdown that I still contend. I'd like to see the replay because I s- swear there was a very flagrant block in the back that wasn't called, and no one mentioned it on the broadcast. Now, the
1: only thing I can think of in terms of why it wasn't called was <clears throat> there was another guy, like, towards the middle of the field was, that, that may have been between... Yeah, the exactly. guy who's normally going to throw that flag and the guy who pushed. So, like, I'm thinking he maybe he didn't see it, but like from the camera angle, it was pretty clear. But that's
0: another one of those like, why is there not a sky judge system for that? Like, literally, change yeah. the game. Yeah, because it was the last play. Yeah, it ended the game. Yeah, and if there's that blatant of a rules violation, you feel like you don't want the game to end like that. But it did. So, Saints beat the Panthers today to get to six and seven. Twenty eight to six over Carolina, who's just awful. They haven't looked any better since firing Frank Reich and, and no. other members of the staff going away. Uh Bengals upset the Colts thirty four to fourteen. Indianapolis did not look good today. That's a that's a bad loss for them to a team, a Cincinnati team that now has one two in a row with Jake Browning. Yeah. yeah. Tampa Bay pulled it out against Atlanta 29-25. We talked about that one to even themselves with the Saints at 6-7. and NFC South is a crapshoot. And yeah, we mentioned Joe Flacco and the Browns beating the Jaguars 31-27. That's a bad loss for Jacksonville. I know it was on the road. I know Cleveland has a very good defense. But you got to expect more on a team that is supposed to be challenging for the one seed. They lost two bad games in a row. We're at
1: that point where it's like, all right you got to start looking at like what your team's doing. And those are games. Like if you're playoff teams, those are games you got to win, right? Like those are games you got to win.
0: And speaking of another team that's falling flat at the wrong time, what's with the lions losing in Chicago, 28 to 13. They almost lost Thanksgiving day. Well, they almost lost to Chicago. What? Three weeks ago, right? Right Right before Thanksgiving. Then they lose on Thanksgiving day to the Packers. They nearly cough up a 21 point lead to the saints last week. Uh, they do get the win there, but they yeah. lose in Chicago today, 28-13. to Right, Not a good look, and no. it opens the door for Green Bay to sneak back into the conversation yeah. for the division. San Francisco took care of business against Seattle today, who had Drew Lockett, quarterback, not Geno Smith, 28-16. Uh, Devo Samuel had another monster day. 49ers look like that team from the beginning of the season. Yeah, And uh, we'll see what happens if they can keep that rolling.
1: Had a player ejected for the second straight week, though. So,
0: <laughs> so does Kyle Shanahan now get suspended? Because, like a lot of high school rules are, like if yeah. you have that many, and I think it's in one game or something right, like right. that, uh, your your coach has to miss a, miss a game. So, um, I, I don't think the NFL has any kind of no. rule like that. No. But what a barn burner in Las Vegas today! Oh my gosh! Vikings and and Josh Dobbs get it done three nothing. Um. I didn't get to watch any of that game. I'm not disappointed. You to didn't say miss that. anything? Three nothing. I, I saw a tweet. There's like only like five other games in NFL history yeah. since this in the Super Bowl era have finished with three or fewer points as the total amount of points scored. The Dolphins have played in two of them, <laughs> lost both of them, and one I can remember because it was in Pittsburgh in yes. torrential downpour. Yes. Yes. That's the one where the punt, punt yes just sticks into the mud. They <laughs> lost to Pittsburgh three nothing the year that they went one in fifteen. Broncos. That wasn't the year you were there, right? No, no, okay, no, no. no. Okay. I was there the year before. Okay, and that was okay. six When the Steelers were coming off their Super Bowl win, they had the Thursday night opener against okay. Byron Leftwich and the yes, Dolphins yes. and Nick Saban in uh 2000s. Thanks for bringing that memory to the to the surface here, Justin. Nick
1: Saban, Dolphins coach. When's he going to the Ring of Honor?
0: <sighs> Where, Michigan State, or oh, LSU, gosh. or Alabama? Uh, Broncos beat the Chargers 24-7. to Denver is uh, hanging out right there. I think they're seven and six as yeah, well, and yeah. in the thick of the playoff race. We mentioned Buffalo over Kansas City 20 to 17, and the Eagles are playing right now against Dallas in Dallas and are down 10 0 nearing the end of the first quarter. So, uh, one of the other things that came up between us, but also mentioned by your mom. Is how she's so disgusted with the overall officiating this year. I I honestly feel like it's no different than any other year. I feel like we're always mad about the officiating. Nothing ever seems to change.
1: Right.
0: The NFL has ways to do so, but they don't want to. I, I, you know, a lot of talk is about the officials should be full time, and I agree with part of that. But would it solve all the problems? No. You have to be able to. Everyone's human, and that's the thing we don't. we, We tend to forget. Also, we forget that they don't have. High definition cameras and slow motion replay in right. their glasses as they're right. standing on the field, which is why, like, something like a sky judge that can help, you know, buzz down to the ref, hey, we need to take a look at this. That's probably what should be happening. I know people complain about oh, it's going to slow the game down, but I want them to get it, the calls right. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like they're examining the line every play for holding. But I'm talking about if they call something that shouldn't have been called or they miss something, like a block at the back on a punt return that that ends up fi- finalizing the game, that's a kind of call that should be made. Right. I don't know if they're going to make any effort to change it, but it would be nice to see some effort there. No, they're
1: too busy worried about quarterback sneaks. <laughs> like that. That's, that's their big concern.
0: So, um, yes, I think everyone is very disgusted by the officiating – but I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to make any changes. Right.
1: Well, I come back to the same thing: is like I think part of the issue is you have you have guys that are in their fifties, sixties, and seventies. Sometimes, yeah, trying to officiate the best athletes in the world. Right. It's just really hard.
0: It's very hard. It's it's a very difficult job. No one wants to do it really at any level unless you're getting compensated for it nicely. And even then, sometimes it's not enough. We're seeing shortages across Little League and high schools, uh, not just in the state of Pennsylvania, but across the nation. It's a demanding, grueling job. There's a lot of nuance to it. And, you know, why would you want to do it? Right. Like, it's kind of what I ask myself. And I would hate to see sports go away because of it. But it's... It's a thankless job. Yeah. A little bit different when you get to the NFL because right. you're being compensated. But it's uh, it's a demanding lifestyle, and it's there's a lot of pressure, a lot, yeah. a lot of pressure. But I do think that they're missing way too many calls that need to be corrected.
1: Well, and I think part of the frustration, and we saw this with baseball, too, is the lack of accountability for missed calls. You know, like it seems – yeah, you know, or the perception of lack of accountability for missed calls. Right. Um, it just seems to be frustrating, and and you see it, you see it everywhere. You see it in in the NBA where Scott Foster hates Chris Paul and ejects him last week for nothing.
0: Yeah. You know, like thankfully that- <laughs> we don't see that in the NFL. Right. Or like, right. At least it's not. At the surface, it's not visualized. Right. You don't hear that, but like in baseball yeah. and the NBA, yeah. you definitely see refs that want to make it about them. Oh, absolutely. Refs or that want to make it about them. They want but to like, focus on them. I, and,
1: and I am a little torn because sometimes, you know, the coaching in me is like you have to adjust. You have to adjust. And sometimes I'm like, maybe these guys are just so stubborn they're not adjusting. But like the Thursday night game a couple weeks ago, the Se- when it was Seattle, and they were like 19 – Like penalties and like it was it was borderline unwatchable because it was so frustrating because nothing happened and Al Michaels is just ripping into he and just like equally, not like for one to like he's just like this is brutal because anytime anything exciting happened, it
0: got wiped out by a penalty. Yeah. Oh boy. So I think well, how are you feeling right now? I'm down ten, nothing in the second quarter.
1: Well, not good. And I know they don't convert here, so.
0: Oh, you know that already. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> well, you can
0: watch it live. Right,
1: yeah. right. Oh man, he was open too.
0: A little. He held on to it a little too yep. long. All right. So, are they going to punt? Or are we getting a, a oh, tush push here. No they, brotherly show. Two
1: yards. Two yards. I'm a, I'm guessing they punt. I don't I don't know. But Is I'm, it a
0: long two or a short two? Do they only do it on 4th and 1?
1: 4th and 1, and like one they, they do could... it. If it's 3rd and 2, they sometimes will do it.
0: That was against Deron De- 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 Blan, Defensive Player of the Year, De- Yeah, Gosh. <laughs> That's a, talk about boom or bust, man.
1: Well, it, it, We saw the same thing with Trayvon Diggs. Right. It was the exact same thing. Like,
0: so lots of interceptions, uh, but also very little coverage. right. right. So, Eagles... Specific here, Dallas tonight, do they have Seattle next week?
1: Um, Yeah, Eagles have Dallas next week.
0: Fake. Oh, wide open. What is that guy doing?
1: He turned. He turned before the ball went. Right? Like, he turned that's his head before the told. ball that's left.
0: That's a wide receiver playing DB. Whew, that's not great.
1: You got to make that count for points. Eagles drove down the first time, and then Hurts fumbled. At the 21. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's bad.
1: Yeah. yeah. On a, like on a run, he had run for 10 yards and that's then a fumbled. Good
0: fake by the punter, by man. Yeah. Uh, oh, ah, Zacchaeus.
1: Yep. St. Joe's Prep. Oh,
0: God. You got to bring that up. <laughs> got to bring that up. Won another state championship. I think. Is that their third in a row?
1: Um,. I don't know. They, I think it's four out of five, they've and they've won like, eight total. Well, And they've made something
0: it like 10 that. in the last 12 right. years or something like that. It's ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. All right. Well, you know what? We didn't get to talk about uh, Penn State news. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you have something else NFL to say, we can talk no. about some schedules here and there, but Penn State is playing in the Peach Bowl for the first time ever. Yeah. They'll have a chance to be the first team ever to win all six right. New Year's Six Bowls. Right. Coach Franklin is replacing both coordinators as he fired Mike Ursic after the disappointment to the Michigan. Uh, Got Howell and Sider co OCs at the moment, but they brought in. um, I was, is it? Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. Nicky?
1: yeah, something like
0: that. Uh, From Kansas, who just won like offensive coordinator or assistant of the year or something like that. He's done a fabulous job for Lightbowl at Kansas. Who I can't believe he's still there, man. He, he signed a big. He signed a big um, extension. I just felt there, like think, he yeah. would be going somewhere. But yeah. So Colton Nicky is off to Penn State. He will assume the role of offensive coordinator after the bowl game. You know, he's there, kind of observe and, and figure things out. Sixth offensive coordinator for Coach Franklin. Uh, most of them have been fired. Right. Uh, the only right. one that moved on by choice was Joe Moorhead. Right. Who got a head coaching job at Mississippi State. Yeah. It hasn't been great in that regard, and people question, you know, is that because it's a bad hire, it's a bad scheme, they don't have the athletes, the recruits, or is it because Franklin's getting involved too much on something he shouldn't be involved in? I know there's a lot of stuff tossed around.
1: He just dropped it. Yeah, he did. Although his feet weren't in bounds anyway. (laughs) So that would have been more frustrating. (laughs) Um,
0: Defensively, though, Manny Diaz is off after two years with – two incredible Penn State defenses yeah, while yeah. he was there. Now, they did have the personnel the last two years to right, do that, but right. his scheme was fantastic. Yes, Even in the losses to Ohio State and Michigan the last year, maybe not the Michigan game last year, but yeah. the Ohio State games and the Michigan game this year. Well, the to be fair, Michigan knew what was it. coming
1: last year. <laughs> like, so.
0: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, the... Ohio State game this year, honestly, the defense had turned the game on its head with a defensive touchdown, yeah. which then got nullified. Nullified. So right. Manny Diaz was fantastic. I don't know a single Penn State I was thinking that this, didn't like I was him. thinking
1: this this year, and I don't, I don't know that it would have mattered because the offense was so anemic at times. At times. At times. Um, but it was, if the games were flipped, if we had Ohio State at Penn State and we had Michigan on the road, I still think we lose to Michigan. But do you think we beat Ohio State if we have them at home this year?
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's I don't one know. Of those, well, you but, know, we can you know. We can ask. We can ask the College Football Playoff Committee because they know, right? Yeah. There's no way they say Penn State beats Ohio State. <laughs> no. So, um, but
1: yeah. So Manny Diaz out the door. Mike Ersich out the door. Different reasons. Different reasons. Uh, yeah. But,
0: one got promoted. One got shown the yeah. door.
1: I'm happy for Manny Diaz. It, I feel like that was a really good hire by by Franklin. Um.
0: Yeah, fortuitous. You know, good timing worked out
1: right. And I feel like that was a tough one because Pry had been with him forever. Um. And and he had to get the right guy because you had the talent there, so you couldn't waste it. Oh, That was
0: a home run hire.
1: Um. And I, I mean, I you hate to see him go, but like he was very clear from the start, like he well, wanted yeah. to be a head coach, and, and like, that's
0: why I think so many Penn Staters are okay with it because oh, he said, "I want to be a head coach." Right. Again. Like, right. He's been you said just, multiple right. times. You just we have to appreciate your, it. Should be grateful and thankful that he we got two years, yeah. and Not just. Fun. I was a
1: little surprised that he went to Duke. Like, uh,
0: well, see, I don't know what other schools maybe interviewed.
1: Him. No, and I agree, but then I also look, man. Like, you got a power five job at a good school in the ACC, you know. So, I, I feel like if you take a job in the Big Ten, road's gonna be pretty tough. If you take a job in the SEC, road's gonna be tough. And I am not saying. Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore.
0: Well, technically. The Big 12 doesn't play defense. two teams. So, like... Right. (laughs) But that's what I mean. Like, if he could go to a Big 12 school and play defense, could he win a lot of games? I I guess if you have the right offensive coordinator. (laughs) Right. Um, Paul's, I think, had enough with uh, Eagles fans on Twitter. Did you see his his tweet just now? (laughs) Did you see that ref grab Brown's arm and make him drop the ball inside the 10-yard line? (laughs) I can't believe the official did that. I tried to. You missed missed it last week. I... Oh, tried God. to get Paul to tell us his fandoms. Oh, you know? he wouldn't do it. But he he did kind of okay, he okay. did open the door a little bit that he was um, grew up a Yankees fan, which okay. I've said to you in the okay. past. Yes. I think Paul yes. has a is a closet Yankees fan, and he's like he's. He, I didn't p- say that to him, right. pointed right. out, but that I've said that to you. I was like, I think Paul was a Yankees fan, or was a Yankees right. fan. You know, he's been doing this, you know, for basically thirty years, uh, twenty twenty five plus years of you know. You can't have a fandom. You can't let that show, right? Um, it, but he he was a fan of Penn State growing up, and obviously Syracuse. is well, yeah, yeah, up there, and uh, he doesn't he doesn't hide that. Uh, but he did. He did confirm that he was a Yankees fan. Or he said his his dad and brother, twin brother, were Yankees fans. And I feel like he had a soft spot for the Yankees. That's but, that's fair. Um, um,
1: I did see that he was mad at maybe the Jaguars for ruining one of his uh, bets last week. <laughs> right. And he's like, I hope they lose. They hope they get crushed today or something. Like well,
0: that. I mean, they didn't get crushed, but they did lose. So right, yeah. Um, so the Eagles got a field goal. I
1: do feel like. Paul's rooting interests are very clear. He'll tell you who he's he taking now. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. he, he also I mean, he he tells it like it is, or he tells it how he sees it. He he doesn't have time for fans being fans, like right, when they're right, not being right, objective. Right, 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 which is fine because I try my best to do that too. Um, it doesn't always work, right. especially I feel like more with Penn State. It's harder for me to be objective. Um with Penn state more often than not. Although I was yelling for them to fire your, I was texting you and yeah. Adam when, when yeah. they, the way they looked at get Michigan was like, he needs to go. Right. And we don't know if he was the, the, the biggest part of that problem, but right. it wasn't working and it's two plus years, you know, nearly. Three well. Years. And So
1: here's, here's another telltale thing though. That's really weird to me. And like, this is me maybe looking into things, maybe not, you know, you never know, but you look, I saw this today. Penn State only had three players enter the transfer portal. Yeah. As of, as of right now. The
0: backup punter. Right. A reserve.
1: Because the other punter's coming back.
0: Right, which we've just found out. Right. For two years. Not just one. Right. For two years. Right. And he's one of the best he was a good punters in punter the now. nation. Right. So the backup punter's leaving. A reserve DB slash wide receiver. Unfortunately, an NFL legacy. Donald Driver's son, Christian. Yeah. And, though I feel like he's probably going to go closer to home because I think he's from Texas, yes, yes, um, and then a walk-on, right, right, right. So Penn State's not losing right. anyone, which up, I knows. think to me,
1: like, because that's where, like, At this moment when you've lost both coordinators and you only have right. three kids enter the transfer portal. That was a surprise to me, and and I take it as a good sign. Um, now you have some kids that are leaving for the pros. But you also knew that was coming, too. And again, I, I can't.
0: Right. We got, well, we got two confirmed so far. Right. Well, one of them right. is playing in the Peach Bowl, Theo right. Johnson. Right.
1: And the other, I the think, other, may find his way into the first round. <laughs> like, Job Robinson. Right.
0: Uh, haven't heard anything about Isaac. If he's gonna, I mean, I know he's playing going back. in the Cedar Bowl. He won't be back. Right. Um, but is he going to play in the Peach Bowl? We don't know. Right. Uh, Fashanu. Fashanu. I yeah, don't, he, he's. Olu. He, has he announced if he's playing in the Peach Bowl or not, though? I don't think he has. Uh, yeah, I don't he's think announced. so. Obviously, he's leaving. Right, he'd be crazy not to to not go to the NFL two years in a row right. when you're projected top ten, top five pick. Right. Right. That's would be unprecedented. well,
1: and 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 so I saw people talking about this, but I don't know if it was Ross or someone posted about this. About there's there's rumors that you know nil deals may be like getting close to like twenty million for Marvin Harrison if he were to stay at. At um,
0: Ohio at State. Ohio
1: State, but somebody's like, yeah, but he's gonna get that on his pro deal, and every year he doesn't go delays his second contract, right? You know, like so he's yeah. deferring his you need to make big sure you're money talking contract to the right people, right? And now here's the other thing that is also a wild card: Marvin Harrison Jr. may not need need the money because his dad was an NFL right. Hall of Famer. I mean, now Peyton Manning. right? So like now. It's not that simple, you know, and,
0: and you risk injuries well, and, 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 all and that at the same
1: time, do what you want to do, like right, but, it, it, but
0: and it's easy to say as we're sitting here as a not even quarter star recruit in anything right um not listed in any any database anywhere, but you know, I like to look at it, I want to win for that college team too. And then we see guys do it. I know people kind of rag on them, and be like they should have just gone and took the money. You know, they came back and like look what happened to their draft stock, or they got injured. But some people just want to win. Some people right. want to finish their college degree. Some people want to play in a, in a in a you know bowl, a special bowl game, or they want to play for a national championship. That does mean It's not always about the money, which right. I respect. Right. Sometimes it feels crazy. Right. But I do respect that. I, I love that Theo Johnson's is like, yeah, I'm not coming back next year, but I'm going to play in the Peach Bowl. Like, right. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah. And I don't hold anything against CHOP for not playing because I right. also understand the business decision. Do right. I like it? No, I don't like the opt-outs. It sucks right. for college football, for right. college fans, for playing. For But I understand it. And yep. I, I mentioned it to you and Adam in our group chat about how I feel like now with NIL – that I feel like there should be a way to come to a financial agreement on a, an insurance policy to help make that an easier decision for, for for people. Cause by and large, I feel like most of the players do want to play in the bowl, but they're making the right financial decision for, because of the health of them to, to move on. Right. But if there's a like, Hey, for this amount of money, this NIL group will buy you, you know this insurance policy that if you don't get if you get injured leading up to or in the bowl game, you'll get you know whatever whatever right. you, whatever number you want to throw on it. You know, and and, and it, maybe it could be like you they they could submit paperwork to the NFL draft evaluation and they could say we expect you to be picked around this. This is the signing bonus and the contract that you could possibly get, and you'd be like, I want an insurance policy for that. Would you get more people to play? I feel like you probably would, right? and I know that's an oversimplification there's a lot of stuff that would go into that but that's something I feel like should be on the table at these places it would be great to to hear that more more players did not play in the Peach Bowl I know last year was an easier decision for a lot of them because it was the Rose Bowl right so I was one, and the only one that didn't play was Joey Porter Jr. Right. Everyone that was healthy, because Parker Washington didn't play, right, had a great game for the Jaguars last week. I don't yeah, know. He what, scored what he, another touchdown today. Today. Yeah. today. So he's stepping up, uh, which is great. Great to see. But I, uh, yeah, I'd like to see more people play in the bowl games. Hopefully, Penn State doesn't have too many opt out. And play in the Peach Bowl because it would be nice to uh win that game that you've never played in, win be the first team to win all New Year's six games, and beat an SEC team, which I don't yeah. think we glossed over. Um Penn State's opponent. So I just I don't know what to I saw a lot of people complaining, well, one that Penn State got in over Oklahoma. Right. And I and people were saying, Well, Oklahoma had a better you know, better not better record. They were both 10-2, right?
1: Right, but they beat Texas. They, that that they was their big Texas, thing. They beat right. Texas,
0: right, but then they also get destroyed by, or they lost to someone that they shouldn't have. Some oh, team they never.
1: lost to a couple teams they shouldn't have, yeah.
0: Um, but Penn, Penn State's playing Ole Miss and Ohio State's playing Missouri. Oh, no. Yes. Is that right? No, who's playing Missouri?
1: Ohio State is playing Missouri yeah, because Missouri may wear their block M. Like Somebody said no. Missouri should wear their block M on the thing. <laughs> and the, I think it was the Missouri coach that was like – um it w- it was the Missouri coach that was like oh when he was on the phone with uh um ESPN was like oh hold on I'm getting a call from Connor Stallions <laughs> uh,
0: so I you know generally once the bowl games get to come around especially if they're not to continue in the national championship race the college football playoff I want the Big 10 teams to win I want Ohio State to beat Missouri Oh I agree and I want Penn State to beat Ole Miss. I do love Lane Kiffin, like him wishing Chop Robinson well for like right, right, opting right. out, yeah, and yeah, play. and then congratulating Manny Diaz for getting like that. Great, like all in fun trolling, right? Like, that, and I like I love fun. it. Like that's just like that's just funny. It, it is. It's you know I know there's things about Lane Kiffin a lot of people don't like and whatever. Like this, that was just funny. I I really enjoyed that, but I don't know. I know some people think Missouri is going to beat up on Ohio state and which is bonkers to me. Um, well, like now they don't have McCord. They probably won't have Harrison like right. Penn state down chop Robinson. But if Isaac plays and Sutton, obviously Dennis Sutton is still playing cause he's coming back next year. You still have Abdul Carter. You still have both running backs. You still have a quarterback that, you know, hopefully can find himself as a four or five star. Maybe Penn State has an easier path to beat um, the SEC opponent now. I don't know. I feel like a lot of what I saw online was people not giving the Big Ten much of a chance, which this wasn't a great year for the SEC, so it seems a little arrogant to think that way. Right. Right. I agree. All right, Justin, you have anything else to say? Anything else you want to add? Um, No,
1: not really. Um, It'll be interesting to kind of see. I I said about the Penn State offensive coordinator hire, like I was excited about Yursich. I thought he was going to do really good things. He had come from a couple offenses that had done really exciting things, and they did not. Um, it did not work out. So yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like right. I'm I'm hopeful that it works out, and maybe th- three or four years down the road we we've got to replace him because he (laughs) he left for a head coaching job right coach
0: somewhere not being fired right that's that's the hope (laughs) yeah that's the hope go the manny diaz route not the uh shiroka or yursich route right which just both were disappointing unfortunately but all right so uh eagles Cowboys still fighting in the second quarter dallas uh looking to add some more points to the board so uh head over to nbc and check that out and uh it we'll
1: looks be, like I'm I may not be up late tonight after all. So, yeah, there's
0: that. Uh, we'll be back in one week to talk about NFL Week 15. Then we'll be off for two weeks: Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We'll be back for Week 18 and talking about the looming playoffs, which is crazy. 2024 right around yeah, the corner. That's quarter. wild. All right, I think that's it for us this week on the Joe Mays and J Raf Show. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you on Sunday, December 17th, same time, same place. Check us out there. So for just to wrap up on Joe Mays, thanks for listening to episode 388 of the Joe Mays and j Show. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and j Show brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as
1: well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JRAF at gmail.com.
0: The Joe Mays and J-R-A-F show is a part of the J-M-N-J-R radio network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour,
1: Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.